Real good. 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 That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's Real Good Show, Episode 5. We are back once again for the sports podcast that is only sort of sometimes about sports. But hey, that's quite all right. Justin Morissette with you once again, and of course, back with me, as always, gentlemen. Stefan Heck. Uh, and John Cullen. Uh, Justin, I like this week that you did the intro like uh, we were coming back from a radio commercial. Yeah, I, I guess so. Like, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. <laughs> that's uh, how I've just been... <laughs> like trained to do it I guess. <laughs> no, I, 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 starting off hockey broadcasts all the time with like that's right ladies and gentlemen justin morissette with you live from john cullen's apartment where we're about to record a real good show it promises to be a doozy we got a good one coming your way we got to get some are there any podcasts that just start with commercials actually i think chris jericho's might have when i listened to him most, of them, most do, of them it's though. like stamps.com or yeah whatever, but like, like i think is don't they like come on and talk about it first and like they talk for like a little bit then they do a commercial then they get into like the interview if it's like an interview show or something i, I guess so like i kind of want to be the first podcast that just starts with a commercial yeah. and people are like Fresh trying to like commercial. turn the dial they're like no this is <laughs> shitty get me off of this like chevron commercial well i feel like stone cold i listen to the stone cold steve austin podcast every so often and it'll be like five seconds of like hey, it's stone cold steve austin welcome to the steve austin has a podcast oh, yeah, it's awesome ranch or whatever and then it's just like immediately talking about some like brain supplement that he uses <laughs> which a brain supplement i can't think of any scarier combination of two words in the medical language but uh, maybe uh, stone cold steve austin podcast that's not really a medical thing <laughs> <laughs> that's a medical uh yeah well, it could be a medical condition. After you listen to it, you need to have yeah. a brain supplement, I think is the... It's, I mean, it's like a sensible tie-in, I guess, in that That's case, true. That it's sense, the right target case. audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, well, you're listening perfect. to my show. Obviously, you need brain supplements. Yeah, but if anybody out there wants to sponsor the podcast, Fresh Slice, looking at you, email us, realgoodpod at gmail.com. If you don't want to sponsor the podcast, you can email us there, too. Well, I now suppose. you just made it sound like I was trying to get us advertising, <laughs> which I wasn't at all. Yeah. I, I was saying we should be huge dicks and start our podcast with just a bunch of ads so people are confused. <laughs> because you <laughs> jumped on board the flip off of fresh slice movement this i did week. yeah it felt good yeah I, it, it also made me realize like i've always known that i've had pretty dainty hands but like it made me realize like really how womanly my fingers are I when i gave the finger to fresh slice in comparison to yours well yeah i looked at the our two photos side by side and was like you can tell that it's not mine because <laughs> it's not just like a chubby fat piece of shit finger <laughs> <laughs> well you're just i mean this is the thing i mean the listeners obviously can't see you but you're also just a big man like you're you're tall and i i don't know i'm the very slight slender one in the photo <laughs> stefan is the massive burly man yeah oh yeah, the guy that, yeah that's okay. me yeah. the guy that looks like action bronson had a kid with the lead singer of fucked up <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but... Uh, shout I'm, out to anyone who got that reference. Hey, shout out to the guy who said congratulations on starting a podcast with the lead singer of Fucked Up. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. If he's that. listening, he'll get that reference. Yeah. yeah. And well, if Damien Abraham is listening also, 
thank you for listening. Yeah, I want to come on your show. I love snacks. So if you're into it, because he has that show on the Food Network where he just like reviews snacks. And he's a guest contributor on like Q on CBC now. He was was a guest host for a while. I think they Shad used to live in Vancouver. So Shad, Damien Abraham, if you're out here, we'd love to have you on the podcast. And Damien Abraham, I would love to be on your Food Network show where we have snacks. And I think my buddy Mitch, who is like a producer on Q and like books a lot of the music guests on that show. He listens to our podcast. I, I think he does. Mitch, if you're listening to this, please confirm that you are listening right now. And yeah, maybe you can hook that up. because Anyone listening them... to this podcast right now, please confirm yeah. that you are listening to this podcast. <laughs> Send us a tweet or an email. We need to know. Are you listening? And but, if you are, please send us a tweet. At I know my show. parents probably are. Yeah. And so that's two. Okay. At least right there. I that's, love that your good. mom listens two to our, and is also our dick expert. Yeah. <laughs> She's our dick expert. We haven't had any dick related topics for her to weigh in on lately. We might have some dick questions though in the, in the mailbag. Coming up. And right. uh, if we talk about that hitchhiking robot, I've, I've got a theory that maybe the robot has a dick. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. we'll get into all of that in due time, but I just wanted to welcome John aboard the flip off of fresh sliced bandwagon. Thank you. I need and to, I, it's, it's my turn next, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's gone pretty well. We got a, like a handful of, of good photos from people uh, all around uh, North America. One from North Carolina, our North Carolina listener again, weighing in radical ed. And uh, I think we got somebody in Chicago who flipped off of a pizza place too. And uh, our intern, Aaron Mackay in somewhere in Alberta. Mm-hmm. Rocky Mountain off. House. Yeah. yeah Rocky so Mountain yeah, if you're House. listening to this, please uh, go to your local pizza, shittiest pizza place in your town and take a picture of you flipping them off. And if you're really into it, um, you could also get a pizza from there, take a picture of it so we can see how bad the pizza is. Because that's the one great thing about yeah. Fresh Slice is like you can tell even from photographs that it's bad pizza. <laughs> like there's no dressing it up. Like even there official photographs look shit well, but then like if you take a picture of the real thing because that's the thing right like a big mac always looks unbelievable when you see like the advertising all the lighting pictures. and the yeah, yeah like yeah. they do such a good job and then you yeah. get in they're like slow motion like drop in tomato slice i think fresh slice they just the take camera. their like official photos on like a cell phone yeah oh to for, for sure a motorola razor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still have one um but yeah so if you're in uh whatever town you're in go to the local place um, and and buy a pizza, take a picture of the pizza so we can see how bad it is, flip off the pizza place, and then let us know how bad your diarrhea was yep. after. But please do not take a picture put, of that. Yeah, put them on blast. You we could definitely flip off your that. diarrhea as well. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> don't do that. Someone's going to do that. Please I don't, want don't that. send that to me. I don't. like. Well, when I put my Snapchat up on Twitter, the first like six pictures I got were people's turds. So uh, well, that's, well, that's, that's probably, I guess yeah. you know your audience. The I, age yeah. we live in. Ugh. Everybody wants to send photos of their shit to other people on the internet, I guess. That's what it's I've never for, had yeah. to deal with that, so no, I, I hope I don't have to. And by talking about it at length right now, I feel like we're tempting yeah, fate in a way stupid. that I do not I enjoy. Have never said that. I'm going to edit all this out. No, yeah. I'm not. I never do. <laughs> yeah, we, every time we say we're going to edit it out, it never happens. <laughs> this is Welcome to the Real Good Show. Yeah, this the is Real Good Show. Unedited podcast. And we have talked so much about sports already. Before we dive into like the actual sports stories, I have a, an addendum to the Hulk Hogan stuff that we talked about last week, which is not like an addition to the story. It's just something about Hulk Hogan yeah, that but I no one want, like no one liked it last week. So <laughs> why are we doing it again now this I, week? I think this is like you having it. six one good things or whatever. <laughs> well, I was I went to Whistler for the weekend because it's the BC Day long weekend here in British Columbia. And I think it's a long weekend elsewhere too for a different reason. But regardless. Simcoe Day in Ontario. I uh, drove past the Britannia Mining Museum. As one does. Uh, on the way to Whistler just before Squamish. Great. 
great museum. By yeah, the way. it is yeah, a great shout museum. out to yeah. the Britannia Mine. I've museum. only been there like once, way back in the day uh, when I was in elementary school. We did like a field trip yeah, out to the museum, here. and uh, I remember you. Know, okay, you might remember Stefan if you've done here. the tour. Also, there's like an area where they take you outside underneath like a tin structure where you do like yeah, fake gold panning. Gold panning. Yeah, yeah. And when we were in that area. Hulk Hogan was at the mining museum that day filming some movie. And I did a Google search trying to find what movie it was, and I couldn't find it Mr. anywhere. Mr. Nanny. Might have been, no, because it would have been too No, it's Mr. Mom, isn't it? No, Mr. Nanny is definitely Mr. Mr. Nanny, yeah. He's wearing a tutu on the cover. Oh, right, right. Okay, the VHS. Yeah, or maybe it's, well, yeah, you couldn't figure it out. Well, it would have been in like 1997, so I'm not sure what he was making Okay, well, I'm looking it up right now, and I'll let you know. Something that filmed at Britannia. And we had to stop our gold pan in in the in the little tin shack. Would it have been Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain? No, no. Well, that was released not. in nineteen ninety eight, and it's got mountain. And it's got I, mountain. I've in seen the title. that movie though. I've seen it. I have unfortunately seen too many Three Ninjas movies, but it's not that one. And uh, he burst. I out feel of like it's that one. Yeah. To be honest, oh, like, it, could, I don't it could be Assault on Devil's Island. That might be it. He TV burst, movie? Yeah. He burst out of like a double door and then shot like a bunch of dudes all in a row. Uh, and they had to retake it like He's three done or a lot of times. movies with Island in the. Because in 1998, he also did a movie called McKinsey's Island. It was just kind of amazing to be that age and like be doing fake gold panning. And like the tour guide comes over and is like. Now, kids, don't panic. The Hulkster is just going to burst out of a door and shoot a bunch of goons. But it's okay. Don't <laughs> Says, worry about it. Hulk Hogan leads an elite Navy SEALs team chosen for an audacious mission to rescue a group of nationals being held captive by a drug lord soldier who wants their leader released. And does, is Carl Weathers is in it. Does it have yeah. a filming location? in Shannon Tweed is also in it. Filming location. in Billy Blanks in his Taibo... Uh, it when, says it was U.S. and Canada filming locations. I'm looking. Check at it out. Uh, check it out. No, no, it just says Key West, Miami, and uh, the Bahamas. Bahamas. I'm looking yeah. up the Three Ninjas because I think it's that. I one. I know. I've seen that movie. I yeah. know that he does not burst out of Britannia mines and kill a bunch of dudes. You don't, in that. but you don't know that. See, that's the thing. <laughs> but I saying. do. I do. Okay, you're right. I it can wasn't. quote. It was dialogue. filmed in Denver, Colorado, Santa Cruz, California, and Elitch Gardens in Denver. <laughs> well, the, mega, the mega mountain one regardless okay, here. every time i drive by the britannia mines i think about the hulkster just brutally murdering a bunch of goons so and pretty that's a pretty solid addendum and yeah then, and then yelling the n-word at the <laughs> 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 yeah just put these earplugs in kids don't listen to him it's fine it's fine um but yeah i just remembered that i was doing the drive and i figured i should mention it on the show but the britannia mining museum though good place to go to learn about uh mining for sure, there yeah, is a very they've caved in most of the like tunnels, though. Yeah, because I, when I went, you, we went pretty far down. Really, if I recall, I don't know. Maybe I was like in great. There's four, like running so. water back there. There's some like underground river or something <laughs> yeah. that flows through it. Wow. I have no idea. Okay, well, d- last week we had a lot of success reading some user reviews, yeah. so I'm now going to read a user review of McKinsey's Island, <laughs> uh, 1998 movie starring Hulk Hogan that doesn't even have a synopsis on it. It just says it's an action-adventure comedy. Uh, and so this one guy wrote, uh, it's Agent Gurr, uh, and his user review is titled, Why? <laughs> What makes this movie so bad is that the insane plot about Hulk Hogan's retired secret agent finding a treasure map on the back of a turtle and then following it (laughs) 
Is it the sad waste of talent of, of Robert Vaughn? Is it Grace Jones's almost insulting turn as the baddie and the usual assortment of incompetent henchmen? Or is it the patronizing and quite frankly unbelievable immoral ending? Surely somebody at some stage of making this picture must have realized that the only people who were going to watch this were desperate parents who dropped their kids in front of rubbish like this and call it family entertainment. It's cheap, crass, embarrassing, and just not worth the effort. I realize that I may not be the target audience, but even so, children should not have to put up with awful movies like this one. Avoid like a nasty ant at Christmas. Wait for it. Still, the scenery looked nice. So maybe, so it, maybe was it is that one. It's quite nice. I, lo- I just love. I know that was a long way to go for that, but uh, <laughs> I just love the fact that they just had. Uh, like 250 words about how shitty it was. And then at the end, still nice, the scenery is kind of nice, nice though. scenery. If you were just looking at it. Uh, I was looking at this one, The Ultimate Weapon, starring Hulk Hogan, which came out in 1998, but it looks like that filmed in Montreal. So if anybody out there can tell us which movie Hulk Hogan filmed that I watched him kill a bunch of goons for, I would love to know. And Please if the Britannia in. Mining Museum wants to sponsor us. Yeah, I think we're, we've sent more traffic their way. Or we're going to start driving up there on weekends and, and flipping did. them off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flipping off the huge like truck they have. Which I saw on the same drive, one of those like SUVs that's like, I guess, a delivery vehicle or whatever for uh, Fresh Slice. It was parked like next to a lake outside of Squamish. I was like, okay, you're not delivering pizza here. And also, <laughs> God damn it, why is this the highway? I want to stop and flip you off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, how about sports, fellas? What about it? Uh, Troy like Tulowitzki, general, I guess the Blue Jays is oh, the big yeah, thing to talk about. John kind of broke uh, this last week here, as it happened. What are we talking about? The Blue, the Blue Jays. Jays. Oh, sorry, I'm just real deep in the uh, Britannia Mine Museum <laughs> website here. <laughs> I realized the- last week I was looking up something on the. I think I was looking up that game show, which I still haven't figured out, by the way. Uh, we were looking up that game show, and there's like parts of the podcast where I'm completely silent, and I'm like. Yeah, that's because I <laughs> was like just looking that shit up. Deep but the down movie, the, hole. the movie did uh, also star. I found it. Uh, the movie uh, it did also star Shannon Tweed. So it, w- it w- but it wasn't the one we were thinking of. It was Shadow Warriors Eleven. Shadow. That's the one that eleven. Filmed. It was the eleventh one. Though. Well, that's what it says here. Let's hop on the old IMDb <laughs> right now. This is great audio. The official podcast of Hulk Hogan's Sh- IMDb Shadow page. Warriors 11? But then, uh, or shot, maybe it's just Shadow Warriors? Sh- maybe it's Shadow Warriors 2, but with a Roman Two. Oh. Okay, yeah. But they just put the... Well, it says 11 on the site. Now I just look like a dumb he, idiot. He's listed as Terry Hogan also, which yeah. is still not his name, no. but halfway there, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. He plays Mike McBride. Yeah, so there you go. So that was the one that was... Uh, that filmed at Britannia. Yeah, filmed at... Uh, yeah, also known as Assault on Death Mountain. Maybe the Britannia Mine was Death Mountain. It's a mountain, isn't it? It's like in a, it's a mountain, like sort of? It's buried or? in rock, yeah, yeah. kind of. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, he killed a lot of people there, so yeah. it was there was some death. So there you go. So, I, so we found it. So yeah. So nobody has to help us yeah. unless somebody already did and has just been screaming at the podcast for the last 15 minutes. Hey, but, Shadow uh, Warriors. Who knows <laughs> enough about Shadow Warriors 2 that they were screaming. Well, he'll get mad when you say Shadow Warriors 11. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's gonna no, be, there was never 11. It's going to be the Hulkster 2. He's like, I heard this podcast was very supportive of me last week. <laughs> And just in case you're wondering, Justin does have the world's worst Hulk Hogan impression. <laughs> this is the yeah. only podcast that's ever mentioned Shadow Warriors. Though. Yeah, probably. Uh, maybe Stone Cold. Yeah. It's I mean, possible. I'm, sure, I'm sure Stone Cold has like 
promoted some worse yeah, films. He took than a bunch that. of brain supplements and then watched it. This <laughs> is <laughs> way better. He, it's the weirdest ads done brain supplements. You know, I'm getting on in my old age and I need to uh, take some some brain supplements every now and then. I always feel sharper after I take them. It's like whatever you say, Stone Cold. <laughs> He actually says he feels sharper after yeah. he takes it? Yeah, I think so. Well, that's he's awesome. not going to say he feels well, shittier. No, I, well, I know that, yeah. but that's just like a really interesting... I would love for Stone Cold to be talking about his like mental acuity, though, to just hear him say those words. I would just like to hear him I say acuity. I tried all the yeah. other stuff. <laughs> Lumosity. Brain busters. <laughs> Nintendo DS. Have you ever... I bought a fucking Nintendo DS. <laughs> That game didn't help my brain at all. Yeah, they do. You they know sh- what did help me? Brain supplements <laughs> HD. I found them in the back of a comic book. <laughs> they should do a remake in the same way that, like, with Terminator as playable in the new WWE video game, they did yeah. a remake of that scene where he walks into the bar in T2, except it's all starring wrestlers. They should do a remake of that Brain Age commercial where it's like, oh, yeah. oh, Jim, great to see you. And the guy, like, doesn't remember the person's name and it stops and is like, does this happen to you? <laughs> yeah. You need it brain It happens age. to me. I'm Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Except Austin. it's just Stone Cold talking <laughs> yeah. like Ric Flair. Yeah, exactly. Steve, yeah. great to see you. Oh, shit. Which one are you again? <laughs> I've taken one too many rock bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> that move causes me a concussion every time. <laughs> That's uh, why. Like, I can't decide if my impression of Stone Cold is good or horrible. That's how you I think get it's both. Our that's audience will, will let us know. Yeah, please yeah. let us know. <laughs> that's how you get the three count, though, is by just concussing somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's basically what it is, giving someone a concussion long enough to pin them. Essentially, yeah. My Speaking of Steve Austin, my first ever tweet is me retweeting Steve Austin saying, I met Paul Stanley tonight, lead singer from the band Kiss. Kiss was my favorite band growing up. <laughs> That's the first thing that I deemed. I was like, oh, this is what I got on this uh, website for. That's nice. so sincere yeah. from Austin, too. My oh. first tweet ever is, at the end of the day, I just felt like Twitter needed me. <laughs> 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 so thankfully, I don't regret it. It's like it's like your first concert, you know? Like a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, my first concert was like New Kids on the Block or whatever, because you're not really in control of it. It's like I never, didn't, I never knew that Twitter was going to be such an important part of my life, but I somehow got a dope first tweet out of it. Can't leave tweets alone. The game needs you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, do we want to talk about the Blue Sorry, Jays? Sorry, yeah, let's talk yeah. about the Blue Jays. Well, John, I think, yeah, I don't... Like the thing is, you're I don't a resident know much about baseball. Yeah, fan. Justin, and I don't know much about baseball, but it's gotten us excited. And like we were talking about this earlier, like yeah, we'd be bandwagon jumpers if we yeah. started watching them like yeah. more now. But like that's what they want. There is a part of me that's so. like feels guilty about hopping on and being excited about it and watching the games, but also like it's, it's a good. reason to watch. Yeah. Like it's, I yeah. think the thing is for me is like if you're not really a fan of the sport, but then like a team that you would probably cheer for if you were into the sport gets good and then you decide to cheer for them. I feel like that's fine. Like, I'm like that with the Raptors. Yeah. Like, I'm from Toronto. I went to a Raptors game in the inaugural season and all that kind of, like, but it doesn't, I'm not a big basketball fan, but I don't feel guilty for cheering for the Raptors when I do, uh, when they do do well. And I also don't feel guilty for avoiding it like the nuclear plague when, they're shitty like yeah. it's because I, I don't enjoy basketball as a sport that much 
unless my team is doing really well, I feel like this is the same kind of thing. I and, don't think it's yeah. a bad thing. It's when people are like documented fans of other teams and they're like, oh, well, this is my second team. So, you know, they're like, it's fine. you know, or whatever. Then you're just like, okay, well, yeah. that's you, First shit. of all, you, I think this is the view, official view of the podcast. You shouldn't have a second team. Exactly. That, yeah. I think that's the official view of anyone I, who I mean, likes sports. If it's like your secondary sport, I feel like it's okay. Like, you know, I'm crazy about hockey. But even right now, it's like I don't really feel like cheering for the Canucks. Oh, yeah, but you can't. Yeah, but you I can't mean, just cheer for another team. Though, yeah, right? I mean, I used like. to cheer for the Atlanta Thrashers, but then they went back to Winnipeg, and I like can't do that anymore. So I guess Columbus is my new team. I yeah, like, I, yeah, yeah I just, no, I'm not into like, it. Like, I'll watch other teams' games yeah, and like, of course. be interested in the players, but I can't like cheer for them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing like, I will say. I notice about a lot of Canucks fans is that they're not they're not really hockey fans. Yeah. They like they cheer for the Canucks, and then it's like they're like kind of ambivalent about hockey whereas like for me i would say i'm a hockey fan first and a leafs fan second like yeah obviously the leafs are yeah. my top team. I, just wanna, <laughs> I just want to see the game played in the highest level yeah, yeah. and that's why we're not canucks fans right exactly. now <laughs> yeah that's exactly yeah. though like i i will say i tuned in i did care enough about the jays this week to watch like alex anthopoulos's like post trade deadline press conference good beard because uh, he, they, they were like live streaming it on the website, and I wasn't doing anything. Was that at after the, time. the price trade, or it was the... yeah, like right after the four o'clock deadline oh, rolled okay. by? He oh, yeah, came yeah. out and gave a, a press conference, and you know it was exciting during the week because he they made like four major moves, yeah. and it was like, whoa, what's he gonna do next? Which is also how I feel whenever Jim Benning makes a move, but like, <laughs> but the, like the, the intonation is different. Yeah. 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 So. Apparently, they oh were my go- God, what's he gonna do? Next? <laughs> they were going after Ichiro too, apparently, which would have been pretty cool. Really. I know who Ichiro is. Yeah, but so. that's who not. Doesn't? He's not great anymore at this point. Think, but yeah, little, no, he's not really. It's a little late. You can still put the bat on the yeah. ball, but he's not. Yeah, he would be like a utility man on the yeah. Jays. But but yes, I will say, uh, having grown up living in Toronto during '92 and '93, um, it was pretty awesome to like be a kid and enjoy it. I feel like it's probably the same way that you guys feel about the Canucks. Like '94, you probably remember bits and pieces of it, but you were pretty young. I remember mo- watching like pretty well every game in the finals that yeah. year oh yeah but that yeah, was I, the same with the jays i like was I, six years old so it's, okay yeah. yeah so i was seven in 92 and eight in 93 and uh well i guess i was six and seven because my birthday's in the fall but um but yeah so for me it was kind of the same thing i can remember staying up and watching it and i remember that being a big deal like my parents you letting me stay, stay up, up to yeah. watch it and whatever but you know, I, I was still pretty young. So if the Jays are going to go on a deep run this year, uh, that would be pretty amazing. It's just nice to see them do stuff. I think like when you cheer for a team like that, that's kind of, it, it's a similar situation with the Raptors. I think like they're, they're never, there are just going to be guys who don't really want to play in Canada. It's never going to be their first choice to play uh, there. And so just to see the Jays getting guys of this magnitude and guys that seem excited to be there, like price seems pretty jacked. Yeah, I was reading his tweets. Jay. He was, he was really excited. I mean, I think it was mostly because of the popcorn, he that popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, which they do have good popcorn. I can confirm that I was at Rogers center for a game a few weeks ago. Popcorn is delight, delightful. I almost said delicious, which is whatever, but, um, <laughs> it's a combination of delightful and delicious. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm super pumped for the moves and Tulowitzki's awesome and obviously Donaldson having Donaldson all year has been awesome. So to just add, I said awesome like ten times. I feel I feel like they pretty well like went out and retooled about half of their major roster. Well, if you look at their lineup from last year to this year, the only players that are the same are Bautista, Incarnacion, and uh, Goins. But never mind. And Goins is only playing because Travis is injured. Never mind this year to last year, like this week 
to oh last yeah well that too then. yeah so like yeah th- like last week to this week is like half uh, pretty much almost and then yeah and then this like just looking from last year is crazy the the uh the lineup it's totally changed they've got uh now they've got yeah martin donaldson smoke tulowitzki and revere none of them were there last the blue year. jays are plus 110 yeah in run, run differential that's insane yeah, so they should be a great team if they had pitching, which well, they're, I think they they're do. one game yeah. out of the wild card, or they may have they tied they, for the they wild tied card because they played yeah. Minnesota today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the thing that I'm excited about is I'll watch like baseball when the playoffs are on. Yeah, but I've never like cheered for a team really because like Seattle or Toronto haven't really like gone far enough when I've been watching baseball yeah. for me to jump on their bandwagon. So if Toronto's in the playoffs i'll be watching and i'll have a team that i'm cheering and for yeah i like watching like, baseball in the playoffs too because i feel like we've kind of talked about this a little bit on the podcast before but it's the only time it has stakes yeah. like it's the only time it can buy in like it actually matters because well, even for the players like you can tell that they take games off during and they'd have to during yeah. the regular season. like how could you possibly especially play like, at your you highest play, level every night even like, if you, you play can't. two games in one day which they often do also yeah. like yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. How do you, how do Although to be fair, how dope game? would that be if hockey had two games in one day? I would love to see that. That'd be friggin' hilarious, especially because the games are virtually back to back. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I guess we see that sometimes in the playoffs when they go into like triple overtime or quad overtime. Yeah, it's essentially like, playing like yeah. three games worth of hockey in a yeah. row. Yeah. But still, I love. Yeah, it. That's the thing with baseball is so much of it is determined in the last like two weeks of the season like none of it it just baseball more than any other sport feels like luck isn't really a factor you kind of know before the year which teams are going to be good and are going to be contending and that's pretty much what happens every year there's maybe one or two surprise teams and other than that it's just like whatever that's why i think people are enjoying this year because there's so many teams that no one thought were going to be good like the twins and the astros and now the jays have loaded up yeah. and and the royals are uh, good again for well, the yeah, second exactly. yeah. and there's a possibility that they'll meet in the playoffs the jays and the royals yeah, which would be, be fun. Which after given, given what's happened recently yeah oh my gosh yeah we're gonna, <laughs> given that we're going to see like the first ever broadcaster versus player or is it the first ever maybe it's not the first ever but i feel like there might be an actual fight well do we want to get into that right now yeah we, we might should. as well this okay. is amazing it's perfect the, segue this the, is like bob costas level it is it's the real this good show <laughs> clip of the week uh, we're doing audio clips every week now because people seem to enjoy it and i don't think anybody's going to enjoy another clip more than this one like i feel like this is almost better than bob costas it's a different it's a different like, vein it's bob different, costas yeah. was like, like off the cuff and yeah. Yeah. yeah this is like this is planned out and oh yeah because you you accused bob costas even of being premeditated and like waking it up had to have been no, like i don't thought think about so it i don't think so because he hesitates before saying it like he just thought of it and is like, like this I is really it? stupid yeah. i shouldn't say this and then he says it anyways yeah. where's Whereas, this like, yeah. greg zahn's thing is like it's written it's like a pro wrestling promo oh yeah it's a thousand pr- well and he even acknowledges that he wrote it and yeah. then he's clearly reading it off the teleprompter and, if you and watch jamie live, campbell looks like he just wants to be anywhere else he looks oh, like if he was on wheels he would yeah. just slide right out of the frame so make yeah. sure you watch the clip as well because the audio is fantastic but seeing greg's on and seeing jamie campbell's reaction yeah it just makes it and we can listen to that right now because the year is 2015 and technology allows us to do all kinds of wonderful things 
Well, some interesting developments came well after the game yesterday, including a tweet, perhaps three of them, and promptly deleted, I might add, from Jordano Ventura. Those who saw it and were able to translate it said he said this to Jose Bautista, quote, we'll meet again later. And if you do that with me, you'll see what I'm about. You got lucky this time, but MLB doesn't get canceled after this season. You need to stop giving signs. You're going to get it from me for being fresh. And you really are a nobody. So, Jordano Ventura calling Jose Bautista a nobody led uh, Greg to write a letter to Mr. Ventura. Is that true? Yes, yes. And I read, Dear Jordano Ventura, are you seriously running your mouth? You don't even have three years of uninterrupted service time. The only reason you're even in the show right now is because Jason Vargas blew out. They sent you back to the semi-pros because you were stinking up the place. You weigh about a buck twenty-five and should probably be watching your back. Jose Bautista is a six-time All-Star with 269 lifetime homers and 12 years of service time. Hardly a nobody. Show some respect and stop writing checks with your mouth that your skinny ass can't catch. <laughs> Especially from the safety of your team bus as you exit town with your tail between your legs. Don't puff your chest out and challenge a grown man via Twitter and then erase the tweets. Go knock on the Jays clubhouse door and do it like a man if you feel that strongly. Stop acting like Tommy Tough Guy while hiding behind the internet and a dozen teammates. Stop running your mouth, kid. We all know what you're about. There's no confusion there. You're the guy who throws 100 mile an hour fastballs at guys when you know you don't have to hit or face the Jays again in the regular season. Grab a bat and man up. Otherwise, shut up. Sincerely yours. The Manalist, Section 134 at the Rogers Center, in case you're wondering where I'll be. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I think Jamie Campbell does a good job of summing it up. Well, yeah, because we talked a little bit about the show, and this is not unique to us. I think it's a common thing that Greg's on. It's like purposefully tried to model himself as like the Don Cherry of baseball. Whether or not he is that is irrelevant right now because Jamie Campbell just definitely was the Ron McClain oh, of yeah, baseball. Oh, yeah, no question. He the looks so awkward. He <laughs> couldn't roll up that sheet of paper any tighter. He's <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that that was like as close to pro wrestling as sports gets, I feel like. Well, it was pretty hilarious for a few. There was a few things I particularly enjoyed out of there. The first one uh, was that he tells him to grab a bat. Now, I'm not sure if he's telling him like he should bat so that another pitcher could throw the ball at him. But it just comes across as like, grab a bat, because we're coming with bats and (laughs) chains and whips. And then also uh, that he signed his letter, The Mentalist. Well, And then he called it like a letter as well, when he's just like reading something out on TV. And I read. (laughs) No, I think he said The Manalist. He's oh, like an analyst, but he's like a man. Oh, uh, the analyst. That's even worse. I, yeah. I think it was the mentalist. Was it? The, no, I think I it was think, the manalist. I think you're right. I think maybe that's what he's d- like dubbed himself. I don't think Greg Zahn would call himself that's, the mentalist. That's no. his uh, like pro wrestling name. I, I think guess. you're right. I'm gonna look this it's up. It's because he's right. an analyst, but he's got like a penis. I, I guess, see, but really though, like, like yeah. if Jose Batista versus Jordano Ventura was added to the SummerSlam lineup, I would be a pretty quick fight. Be pretty jacked about that. It would be amazing. Get Sting in yeah, there, Greg all Zon three guys wielding call, bats. Sorry to interrupt. Greg Zahn did call himself the Manalist. <laughs> <laughs> and then, he also tweeted right after he said it, put up or shut up, signed, sealed, and delivered. 
And then he also tweeted out a link to the video with the uh, with the words in case you missed it. So yeah. Greg's on is fantastic. I you know what like I'm not a huge Don Cherry fan. He basically just challenged this dude to come meet him in the parking lot. Yeah, well he said where he like sits at games and stuff. Well, that's like where their yeah. studio is. Yeah, in just the just park, come sure. you know come see me at the game. <laughs> oh, Greg's on. I also oh he also had a great tweet yesterday when uh, Josh Donaldson was really upset because. When they, when they played the Royals, Josh Donaldson had been thrown at in the first inning. I think it was the first inning. And then the Royals pitcher uh, had been warned for throwing. And then he threw at Donaldson again and wasn't kicked out of the game. And Zahn said, I am amazed and proud of Josh Donaldson for staying in the game. My equipment would be in pieces and I would be headed for the shower or jail. <laughs> or jail yeah which like i honestly like greg Zahn played for the jays for a long time and i do not remember him being a particularly tough player at all or he like had, like blonde curly he played hair. for the royals too i think yeah like i don't understand was like, he like a regular quote in the locker room no also? and i don't remember him so being he was like kind of a random guy to become a tv personality then yeah and i just feel like it's just really weird because he just uh like he says all this stuff like he was this renowned tough as nails ball player like at least Don Cherry has all the pims and stuff in the AHL to like back up his sort of like tough guy image. And Greg Zahn, I don't remember as being like having this like tough as nails reputation, but now he's like had this whole thing. He had the 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 thing earlier uh, where he said that uh, hazing is good for baseball. Uh, that, that's <laughs> it. That's the first result. If you search Greg Zahn on YouTube, it's a video that says Greg Zahn it, says MLB needs more hazing. Keith Olbermann just tearing into him <laughs> for that. Um, but like... Yeah, I mean, I, I want to be have a reason to be interested in baseball, and we've talked about it before. It's just too many regular season games. I can't get into it. But Greg Zahn's getting me into baseball. Yeah, a little bit, and the Jays are like on the chase to get in. They're only five and a half back with two months to go, so I feel like that's definitely like catchable uh, in terms of like overtaking the Yankees potentially as we head down the stretch, and then the playoffs are always exciting. So uh, it's a little bit like the Leafs, right? It's, if it's the team that's going to be on TV anyways, they may as well be good and exciting to follow, right? Like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm happy with everything that Toronto has done, like Maple Leafs-wise, this summer. They're going to be a bad team again next season, but like they have direction, and in they have fun players. Two or, or three years, they should be like a decent team man, to yeah. watch every weekend. Is, is, I'm ask, I'll ask John this: Is Mitch Marner going to make the team, or are they going to? No, no, he's too small. Okay, yeah, because yeah. no. like I was excited to see him. He's going to. Yeah, I'm excited to see him too. I think he's super skilled, but I, I think if they were good. Um, like I see him as Patrick Kane in ter- just in terms of his build. Like I don't yeah. know if he's obviously going to – I don't think he'll be as, as talented of a player, but his game is quite similar to Patrick Kane's. And I think if the Blackhawks weren't good and starting to contend in Kane's rookie year, they would have sent him back down as well um, just to fill out a little bit. But they kind of could use him, whereas like the Leafs, they don't really need to bring Marner up. So yeah. I, think, I think they'll let him stay, uh, fill out a bit more. Um, well, I guess if he was on a better team, they could kind of like protect him a bit more. And exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, hopefully he'll play in the world juniors, gain that experience. And, uh, and yeah, just as a side note, Greg Zahn's charity is called Zontourage. Just, Oh my God. That's well, his charity. That's not even like anything else. I was looking up some of his, uh, more well-known tweets. And one of them is, uh, 
complaining that uh, a bunch of bobbleheads got stolen from his car, which is I'm, I just would love to have been there for the letter that he wrote after that <laughs> happened. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, uh, Greg's on. If you're listening, we would love to have you read out a letter on this show. (laughs) Yeah, anytime you want to be on the podcast, you let me know, and we'll be happy to to make a donation to the Zontourage. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) I just just want to mention one more thing before I close this tab on my uh, internet at the moment about uh, that Hulk Hogan movie we were talking about earlier. I don't know if you read the subtitle, John, when you found it when you said Shadow Warriors Eleven. The original title of Assault on Death Mountain was Shadow Warriors Two. And then the subtitle is Hunt for the Death Merchant. <laughs> nice. And uh, That sounds like a subtitle for a Prince of Persia video game. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how like IMDB has like uh, like the shifting power rankings in terms of like when things have been searched. Oh yeah, Wait, so like, where is this where is uh, this ranked? Okay. Uh, well, it probably su- went up several spots just based on your one search. <laughs> Maybe last week it did after Hulk Hogan was in the news because Assault on Death Mountain, Shadow Warriors 2, Hunt for the Death Merchant. According to the movie meter, this week is down 5,166 <laughs> spots, which means it was riding pretty high That's last week. That's for sure what happened. Point. People were like, oh, Hulk Hogan's racist. <laughs> what movies was he in? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's always my uh, that is always my reaction for sure. All right, so that's all closed up, and we can get back to the good stuff. Um, we talked about baseball, though. I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of us. We did, and people yeah. really want people us have to been get asking about us, to not talking about hockey so much. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. Like we'll like we'll talk about whatever. There's a little bit of hockey to get into because on the same morning that the Jays were <sighs> making big deals. Uh, Jim Benning waded into the trade waters as well, and he was uh, wearing those floaties on his arms because the guy clearly cannot uh, swim in those trade waters. This is a really (laughs) tortured metaphor, but uh, speaking of tortured, how about those Vancouver Canucks? What a trade it was. Nick Benino, Adam Clendenning, and a second-round pick to the Pittsburgh Penguins for Brandon Sutter and a third-round pick. Let me just, I'm going to look this up. I'm going to I'm going to read the message that I woke up to the morning of the trade. It was a message from John. This is a text? Uh, no, it was, it was the Facebook. Oh, on your uh, Facebook chat. Yeah, but okay. um, anyway, go. I'll look it up. You talk about okay. how shitty the trade is. Well, you know, if Sutter for Benino was straight up, then it's still kind of a questionable deal if it's just those two guys and nothing else. Because it seems like trading apples for apples. Because it's a lateral move at best. Benino, like, is not the problem or was not the problem with the Canucks. It's the same, like, with people fucking constantly ripping on Chris Higgins right now. It's like, yes. Is Chris Higgins the contributor that he was in 2011 when we locked him into that contract? No. Is he the Canucks, like, Fernando Pisani post-playoff run getting locked in on a long-term deal? Yes. Is he making like four million less than Fernando Pisani was? Yes. So calm down. He's not the problem. There's bigger issues with this club than Chris Higgins. And the same thing applies to Nick Benino, who was making less than $2 million for another two seasons, a very affordable contract for a second line center for any team in the league, but especially a cap strap team like the Penguins, who just acquired Phil Kessel from your precious Maple Leafs, John. I love Phil. And now have more than three players making like more than $8 million a, a season. They so probably could have gotten Sutter and a third for Benino. Yes, like, a, a, exactly. a GM who knows how to negotiate. Or gotten the higher pick. Like It's insane that A, they gave up an additional player yeah. who's a young defenseman entering the league on an ELC, 
and they give up the higher pick of the two draft picks that get swapped. It makes no sense it's, at all. It's so stupid. Because like, if you are Jim Rutherford n- negotiating that deal, you have no leverage. Can we just say that Jim Rutherford out-negotiated someone in a trade? Well, yeah, that's exactly. embarrassing. Jim Benning is the new shit Jim yeah. in the league. Yeah. He's, oh my n- God. The new, he's no longer the... Jim Rutherford is no longer the worst GM in the league named Jim. Rutherford, Jim Benning is the, is the worst GM in the league, like no well, question Worse than mind. Sweeney? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Sweeney still hasn't. I mean, he's new. He hasn't done great things so far, but he's yeah. new. He's he's made like that flurry of first moves, yeah, like Benning exactly. did last that summer. That is true. And he still has another year left to prove that. But he's Benning's done more worse stuff. He's been around longer, I guess. So he's done more worse stuff. But anyway, I woke up to the message from John. Ha ha ha! Benning's a joke, <laughs> which is the worst thing to wake up to as a Canucks fan. <laughs> well, yeah. What well, happened? Well, what yeah, did Stephen he do? Just t- just uh, messages me back. What I, I don't I didn't see what happened, and I was just like, I figured I would let him get the joy <laughs> of uh, looking it up himself. I think. I don't think I even said the trade. I think I just said go look. I l- I looked it up anyway. You you ended up saying what the trade was oh, in there okay. anyway, and it was I mean, oh, and we gosh. had recorded the night before last Monday night. We recorded the last. Yeah, I episode. wonder what's going to happen tonight. And I boys. didn't edit it. I didn't go home and edit it. I left it for the morning, and I woke up in the morning like excited to tease it on Twitter. Like we got a great show coming your way. Lots of Hulk Hogan and Pan Am games. <laughs> look forward to it. This is what everyone wants. I dropped that little teaser tweet, and then like not even five minutes later, <laughs> the Canucks account tweets out the trade and it's what wait what and what? see i don't hate brandon sutter like i think he's gonna be he's gonna be okay but they're also gonna sign him to like a five-year contract well yeah and this is the thing because you look at what they uh got back from anaheim for yeah. trading kessler and the reason that they said they were willing to accept like a lesser return yeah. was because they did not feel that kessler would be able to re-sign yeah, in which, anaheim like they're like, well, they're just getting him for a year, so we'll take what we can get, and that's fine. Whereas, like, you're making a deal for another pending UFA in Brandon yeah, but Sutter. But wasn't it so obvious that Kessler was going to re-sign in Anaheim? He only wanted to be traded to them. Yeah. Of course. It was obvious to everyone except for Jim Benning, yeah. apparently. Well, yeah, and he's We like, should have him on the show. And I they give know up, what his deal is. They give up more in this deal because they're like, well, we we already talked to him, and we knew we had, we were going to re-sign him. It would be easy to re-sign him. So, you know, we're, we're not trading for a pending UFA. We're trading for the next like six seasons of well Brandon yeah Sutter. and you call him a foundational piece before you negotiate you call it so in the media you're like yeah he's a foundational piece moving forward oh i guess we have to sign him to a contract now I wonder what he has to negotiate with oh how about when i just called him a foundational piece <laughs> in the media the bedrock of our everyone. team for the yeah. future like oh my god but like yeah the fact that like rutherford has no leverage in this negotiation and benning is asked point blank at the press conference why did you give up the higher pick and why the fuck did you include Clendenning in this deal and he's like well you know what Jim Rutherford just said that those were the pieces that he wanted so mm, that's what we gave him yeah that is literally what he said yeah it's terrifying you have all the leverage you fucking idiot what the (laughs) hell is the matter with you like (laughs) Jesus Uh, it is in a way I my favorite thing on the podcast when you guys just talk about the Canucks and just get super upset. Wait till the season starts. It's, I know. It's just well, going to be ridiculous. Like, I think it's be at some point we're going to have to declare a moratorium because yeah, there's only so many sad. weeks that you guys can just get sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm, I'm kind of in. I'm looking forward to it at this yeah, point now because that's all I can do. All I can do is be like, I just want to see how bad this gets. And I'm kind of excited to see like Canucks fans go to games like wearing paper bags over yeah, their heads, exactly. And maybe somebody throwing jerseys on the ice. I've like, wanted I'm to do that really for a long time, for but that. just because I'm like really ugly. 
<laughs> so now I have a reason. Well, let's be fair. It's Vancouver. They're going to be wearing a uh, a compostable bag. It'll, it'll, it'll be, be, it'll be, be a, a straight foods, one of those yeah, whole foods. It's not going to be a straight yeah. paper. They're going to cut recipes on the side. They're going to cut the double O's in the word foods out. <laughs> yeah, and those exactly. will be the eye holes. Those will be the eye holes. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Uh, well, that's the. I think that's enough about the Canucks right now. Yeah. That's more I, than enough. I can't talk because we them we also put the word out that if anybody out there wanted us to talk about uh, other teams, that we could do that as well. And we did get a request this week to talk about uh, the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. So this is kind of ties into the Canucks as well. I saw the most uh, perplexing thing I've ever seen at a sporting event uh, this year, and I, I tweeted about it, and, and uh, people were very confused. Um, as was I. I was uh, attending a Vancouver Whitecaps game, which for those of you who don't follow, that's the major league soccer team here in Vancouver. And Vancouver is one of the best uh, MLS cities. We get a lot of attendance, so the games are are usually great. I think Seattle's the best. Um, Yeah, yeah. Seattle's the best in terms of attendance by far. Um, But Vancouver's up in the top top end of the league for that. Exactly. And uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Who doesn't, right? (laughs) And uh, I saw a man wearing a Ryan Miller Sabres jersey to the Vancouver Whitecaps game. Was this they were before not, had Miller no, signed with the Canucks? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This, is like, this is this year. Okay. This is yeah, like, was yeah. it Ryan Miller? <laughs> no. So not only was it a Ryan Miller Sabres jersey at a Vancouver Whitecaps game, and there's no Buffalo team in MLS, and they were not playing one of the New York teams. It was a Buffalo Sabres third jersey, so the slug. which is the word. No, not the slug. Was it the, the black the one multi, with the, the multicolored one where it's like blue on the front and yellow on the back with the silver numbers, like the Ooh. worst. Oh, jersey. and the numbers are like they have like cross yeah. hatching. And it's them like and the worst. Yeah. It's the worst uh, jersey. No, it's not. You're thinking of the decent jersey. Have you guys not seen this jersey? Yeah, it's I like, don't think so. It is the easily the worst jersey in the NHL jersey right now. No, it's their third it. jersey. And so the front of the jersey jersey is like navy blue and the back is yellow and then the numbers oh, are in silver oh, yeah, i'm yeah, looking yeah. at it right now this yeah. is terrible yeah not not that one that that, that was a nice, a nice one. one the blue oh, and yellow yeah. one was nice oh this one with yes, the silver that and the, oh yes, that oh, exactly geez. so it was that but That's a ryan horrible. miller jersey and then it says buffalo at the top yeah. in like tiny font yeah exactly like <laughs> and uh, so here's the thing. At least it's using like the nice logo, though. Like yeah. I think that's probably one of the nicest logos in sports. And the fact that they changed to like a fucking slug. Yeah, I know. Was but the worst. I just yeah. See, so I'm very confused because I, I don't. Did Ryan Miller even wear that jersey? I think he did. I think he wore it for one season. But it was just a very perplexing. For me, the, the worst the worst third jersey in NHL history, and I've got I pulled it up yeah, here. The vagina is the the Mooderist, the Dallas Stars one with the. Uh, I was going to say that too. Yeah, yeah. That, worst or oh. best if you're like kind of a pervert. The only good thing about this jersey is that it was the one that Marty Turco was wearing when Datsuk pulled the exactly. Datsuk move for the first time. Yeah, nice. that's the only good thing about. It's this funny jersey. when you were saying the only good thing about this jersey. I was thinking in my head, well, there was the Datsuk thing on Turco. <laughs> figuring you were going to say something different, and I was going to follow with that. But then you said that. So. That's which is maybe my favorite goal of all time. That's beautiful. Oh yeah. yeah, what a great goal! That yeah. was so awesome. But like the thing uh, about the Sabers this past year which we have some uh, a fair number of Buffalo listeners, actually, which uh, I think is probably 
uh, not fitting surprising no because no one in Buffalo goes outside. But also because like we are like joint partners in pain. In, yeah. In sports pain. Yeah. Like we nineteen seventy. Oh, yeah. Well, they got Gilbert Perot in at the same time. They they won the lottery in nineteen seventy. So that's true. They have that over. Us. But uh, you know the 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 last year for them was probably very rough as uh, Tim Murray, their GM, uh, put the Sabers in direct competition with the Phoenix or Arizona Coyotes, rather, uh, in, like, the the biggest free fall, like, intentional tank job in probably the last decade, if not ever. Like, I think when the Penguins were tanking for, like... Lemieux? Uh, or or even more recently yeah. in the 2000s yeah. was, was very nakedly obvious what they were doing there, too. But um, the, the thing is, like, people were just ripping on, on the team for being so bad. Like, at least he was trading his, like, usable players for good quality assets and he took all of those assets at the most recent draft and turned them into a team that might not be great like this coming season but in the next three years should be very good young players very good young defense score in the east i could see them finishing like ninth or tenth so so he like went from like one of the laughing stock gms of the league to like a very shrewd player in the in the last like two months which might give me some hope for like Jim Benning's fortunes, uh, no. except like he's not trading for value. He's trading. He's yeah, getting Tim rid Murray's of making picks. Good yeah. Trades. yeah, he's doing like the opposite of money ball moves. I'm excited I, for him to trade Verbata for like a third rounder. <laughs> oh, that's coming for sure. I uh, I also Tim Murray also has the dopest uh, draft day style. Yeah. Just no. Well, yeah. Did you not see him at the draft? He uh, spoke four words. He just goes right up. Buffalo selects Jack Eichel. No thank yous. No Which, no no Jack congratulating I for Boston College. No congratulating anyone for winning the cup. And then someone asked Which, him, "Why does anyone congratulate the cup winner?" Like I don't sh- know. It should be like like especially if you're a, like a rival of the team. Like, like Fuck I you. want Jim Benning to step to the mic and be like, "The Vancouver Canucks would like to say." Fuck you to the Chicago Blackhawks. I want Jim Benning to step to the mic and be like, I resign. (laughs) That too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great too. Um, Speaking of... The the, uh, the Vancouver Canucks select a new GM because (laughs) I'm out, bitches. Mic drop walks out. Speaking of... uh, Well, and I love that Tim Murray also looks like just a disgruntled IT worker. (laughs) Like Like he just looks like... He looks like an IT worker that you just called to fix your printer. And he's like, oh, my God, seriously? Um, How do you not know how to do this? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, And, yeah, so he was asked, Tim Murray was asked about his, like, draft kind of... Uh, I don't even, yeah, demeanor. Yeah, I was looking for the right word. Demeanor uh, is good. And uh, he was like, well, he's like, I'm not sure that there are less words I could say, but I, he's like, I did consider just saying Jack Eichel. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> which, just Eichel. Which would be, yeah, just which say would Eichel. Be unbelievable. Or just like a nod. Like, how awesome would that be? Like, you just, because all the players are kind of sitting <laughs> together and he just like nod. Or if he just pointed at him. Yeah. yeah. And then like four players like, like stand up and he's like, no. Like, well, it's just, pretty clear who he's picking. He could have just gone up and been like, eh, Come on. If he's yeah. like Sting. Yeah, exactly. If he's like Sting and he just says nothing, he gets on stage and like points at him with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. And that's how they make their pick. That'd be great. <laughs> would have been awesome. Um, also, speaking of things that you would like Canuck players to do, Stefan, uh, what is your Lucas Spiza would do of the week? Oh, God. I, you what know, what would you do to get Lucas Spiza off the Canuck? We, we I feel like that needs to rhyme. Like, what would you do? <laughs> To get rid of Lou. <laughs> so we had like we've had me hammering a nail 
up my dick. Yeah. <laughs> in your well, your, yeah, your a dick, dick hole. hole. Which yeah. first? Okay. Before we dive into this, I need to give a shout out to somebody who tweeted at the show yesterday. Uh, uh, something I greatly enjoyed. Damian Blaylock said. <laughs> I now know I'm supposed to hate someone called Louis Beza. (laughs) So we're we're doing work. We are. We're spreading the gospel. Obviously a non-hockey fan, but he's already understands. Or loves to hate him. Loves to hate him, yeah. Uh, I I would pay to get hit by a car. I think last week I said I would take two Lucas Beezas on the team. Yeah, for the momentary joy of having one. A closet full of Spezas. I think I was watching um, some Jackass over the weekend, actually. Yeah. Um, Okay. And they had uh, Steve-O does this thing where he, he does, like, paper cuts on his, like, lips. Oh, okay. I thought you were going like, to say, like, his... tying a bottle rocket to his dong. Oh, but... that's – I would just – I would just do that anyway. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean – We've does, all been there. He does the paper cuts, I think, uh, on his, like, lips and then between the webbing, his fingers, yeah. the webbing of his fingers. And I would do that to get rid of – and, like, that's, that's maybe my least favorite Jackass segment. Is the paper cuts. Yeah. It's, it that's just yeah, hard, it's hard, hard to watch. Yeah. yeah. Like he doesn't do it to his eyelids also, does he? He does, I think. That's no. the no, worst. Or does someone else do it to their eyelids? Yeah. But anyway, the the webbing Ugh. of the... I mean, Yeah, that's no good. Yeah. And would you let Lucas Pisa eyes. do it? Would he be the one that, I would, that was he, holding he, the envelope? Yeah, because he would fuck it up. So it probably wouldn't actually work. <laughs> I, I want he'd him miss, to... He'd miss. He'd yeah. miss. I don't want this to like facilitate a trade, though. Like This has to happen and Lucas Pisa is no longer on the Canucks. I just want him to like vanish from history like Mark. McFly and Back <laughs> to the Future, like he does the paper cut thing, and then just like a Dis- poof of smoke, yeah, and he's disappears. just gone. Uh, so Lucas Pisa, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> It'd be nice if that happened mid game, because yeah. the Canucks would actually get better mid game. <laughs> if it's, he's just defending on a, a two on, there's one. a two on one. He disappears, and it's like, oh, it's like, play, uh, the players don't know what to do. And it's the like, goalie has a way better chance yeah. of stopping it. <laughs> It's like when you uh, when you play like uh, I played in a league, a hockey league that had a talent cap. Okay. Like so, so the president of the league would give everyone, uh, everyone in the league, like a talent value, and then your league, uh, your team could not exceed that value. But then there are some players in the league where you would actually have to accept, and the the cap was reevaluated before every game to like account for spares and whatever. Okay. And there were actually players in the league where. Uh, your team would have to take plus points if they were missing because you would theoretically then be able to play someone more often that was good. So say you had like four D-men that were ranked like eight out of 10 and then you had one D-man that was ranked like two out of 10. If your two guy was missing, you actually would have to take more than two points because your eights would be playing the whole time. So Lucas Biza basically is like that, addition by subtraction. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I should say, uh, for, if we're talking about the Canucks, uh, I was hanging out with a former WHL player okay. this weekend. Can you name him? Or? I, I probably shouldn't, but uh, he, and I also forgot his name. Cyberbullying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nobody said, uh, I, he found out I was a Canucks fan. He said, I can't believe the Canucks signed Mackenzie Stewart. <laughs> Just, that's a wonderful Yeah, he was like their right seventh there. round pick last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway. has absolutely no upside yeah. of any... Like, here's the thing. If you're not a hockey fan and you're listening to this show, A, what are you doing here? B... Don't tell Don't tell people <laughs> not to listen no, I, to this I'm podcast, a, I'm glad you you're here. Idiot. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> oh, but, my God. But how did you get here? I'm very curious. Probably Twitter, Twitter, probably. Yeah, yeah they through, got here from Twitter. Yeah, Stefan's Twitter. And their friends told them that it was dope <laughs> and that it was a <laughs> shitty podcast where we talk about and, hating pizza places. But, but B, like, even, like, the plugs of hockey, like, literally, like, the... 
the fister the fisticuff guys the fisters <laughs> the fister cuffs it's time for you to retire uh, the <laughs> well they yeah. were great in the punchers in, the, in juniors or whatever. like yeah, Tom, exactly. Tom Sestito scored like 60 goals in all juniors. of those guys have scoring touch yeah. at a lower level yeah. which is why they get the look to move on yeah and you might have to adjust to a new role as you yeah. get to that next like level they were, but you they, at least have the talent yeah. to begin they with. weren't drafted to be fourth line players yeah all the best fourth line players were players who were drafted for skill yeah. a lot of the time you know like, like, from, like the good. rangers like, taking Tom dylan Sestito scored like yeah. 60 goals or something in junior in one season yeah or no yeah exactly yeah, like, yeah. whereas yeah. Mackenzie stewart who the canucks just signed recently uh i'm gonna i'll look this up because i want i don't want to just talk out my ass here yeah look like up I his career do. stats yeah, exactly. right now uh, i was hanging out with a former whl <laughs> player and he said Mackenzie stewart sucks, so <laughs> uh obviously. no he had uh he had 11 points last year uh legends in his how many pims uh, 114. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. What team bad. did he play for? Uh, the the Prince Albert Raiders. Oh yeah, yeah. voted yeah. the uh, worst away dressing room in the WHL by <laughs> one of my guests on Magical Question Fun Time. <laughs> and if you do a Google search for Mackenzie Stewart, you the top story that you'll see is a Vancouver Canucks news story that they put out when he signed that says Stewart beats the odds. It's but it's true. He is, he is a really good story because he started playing hockey really late. And, and isn't he like deaf or something? I think he's deaf in one year. Uh, anyway, he's yeah. so he's a really it's a really cool story. The, that's the John. Weisbrod model is like if you have uh, faced adversity yeah, in your life, that's then you're th- going like, to be good. It's cool, and that works in like movies and stuff. But I don't think you should be running your sports franchise. So that's the number one result. The number two result is the Canucks Army blog uh, post on like summarizing the draft in the 2014 entry draft, and the headline is Canucks finish 2014 entry draft take size and not much else. <laughs> So, yeah. congratulations, Mackenzie Stewart, on beating the odds. So, I will say, image search for Mackenzie Stewart turns up a number of fairly attractive women. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was one other thing, which was we talked about the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, some people also wanted us to talk about the Colorado Avalanche. Okay. Fuck the Colorado no. Avalanche. Fuck their fans. No. I, I'll see, like, I follow a few Colorado Avalanche fans Fuck on Twitter. Fuck you. And they complain about the Colorado oh, Avalanche. God. The sense yeah. of entitlement is incredible. You have no it. right to complain about your team Fuck ever. You. you won the cup in your first year of existence. Yeah. Do you Idiots. know how spoiled you a are? Stanley yeah. Cup Suck it. parachuted into your town yeah. from Quebec. They won, they won three cups, I think, right? It was 96. Two, well, we should look this up as well, I guess. Well, not, they beat the yeah. Panthers. They beat the Devils. Devils and the Red Wings. With, like, pretty much the dynasty team. Here's the thing. Like, a uh, guy who's currently coaching the Calgary Joe Flames. Sacco. Calgary Flames. Bob Hartley. Steve yeah. Ruchin. Bob Hartley coached the... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even... Play. Did he play for the Avalanche? <laughs> I don't know I why. Think I think he might so. have played. I think he did. for Anaheim, but... I think he did. But... Uh, for some reason, when I think they, of sorry, Joe they, Sacco, I think of Steve Ruchin. I think it's the double C. They've won two cups, two uh, cups, ninety-six and two thousand and one. And the two thousand and one team was coached by Bob Hartley. That team was stacked. And, and hockey, were they? Hockey is yeah. a sport. It was Mark Crawford in ninety-six, and then okay, yeah, yeah, I knew it was Crawford in ninety-six. Hockey is a sport where, like, if somebody wins a championship, it doesn't matter if they were like 
the 23rd guy on that roster of 23, they're like suddenly legit. Like before we started taping, we were talking about like Mark Eaton and Rob Scuderi and guys who like were playing defense for the Penguins when they won their first Sidney Crosby Cup, who suddenly got mad paid and in the case of Scuderi are still getting mad paid yeah. uh, because they won wasn't the Cup. Scuderi, Scuderi was like okay with the Kings though, wasn't he? For a little while, but yeah. he was also playing a game which was going to fall off a cliff in his 30s, which he definitely has done in a Did big way. Did he win another Cup with the Kings? too uh yes yeah so he got the double bump yeah he did double cup bump but here's the thing like hockey is a sport where if somebody wins the cup you can't like diminish their accomplishments in any way because they oh but they touched lord that's why tortorella got hired but bob hartley is like the unique case he's the exception that proves that rule because everyone is like a, a, a robot, the hitchhiking robot could have <laughs> fucking opened the gate to let the players on and off the bench on that team and they would have had no problem winning the cup. He did like, nobody gives him any credit yeah. at all, which is great because really when you look at the roster that he had, why would you credit him at all? He had Forsberg and Sackick as his one and two centers. One of the greatest centers of all time. Anyway, was on I think their it's safe line. to say we're never talking about the Avalanche again. Yeah, because on this podcast. fuck you if fuck you're a fan who complains about the state of your team. You got two cups, one immediately, and you also got to see some of the greatest talents. And of there's all time. so many Colorado fans in Vancouver too. Yeah, that jumped, that jumped on the bandwagon because of Joe and, and also and Joe Sakic. Yeah, Joe Sakic being from Burnaby. You have one of the most exciting players in the league on your team that you get to watch every night, Nathan McKinnon. So. I thought you were and, say and Duchesne, Sammy Barlamov. Yeah, and oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he's an exciting post game. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> so. And uh, honestly, they are a good team to to go see games. They're Hell yeah! Why poor. wouldn't you? Yeah, like Duchesne, I saw them Landis play uh, Arizona when I was in Phoenix a few years ago, and Landis Gog, It was fucking sick. Like it was a great. Also, time. speaking of getting a nail in the dick hole, uh, my girlfriend and I were planning a trip to Phoenix uh, for my thirtieth birthday in October. So of course, I the first thing I do is go to look up the Coyotes games to see uh, if they're going to be in town and they are going to be in town playing the Vancouver Canucks <laughs> nail in the dick hole everybody <laughs> who the fuck wants to see Phoenix play Vancouver not only that hey. but the thing is the tickets will actually be expensive because, because idiots from Vancouver <laughs> will go to the fucking game and there's so many like snowbirds or like yeah, retirees exactly. who are down there so I'm going to actually anyways. have to pay more than five dollars for oh, my it'll ticket. be like 40 bucks at yeah least. I'm not going to go basically. but why not you could win the 50-50 again that's true I could win it again I'm one for one at 50-50s <laughs> at the Arizona Coyotes games so <laughs> it's not even called the jobbing dot com arena anymore gila river the gila river wow arena. named after casinos mm. anyway uh, i think it's time to get into the mailbag isn't it boys but i just want to wrap up that last segment by saying colorado avalanche fans who wanted us to talk about your team thank you for writing in fuck you and fuck your team and <laughs> we're gonna have no listeners because <laughs> we really do like we so that'll we really learn you shit on like there's one guy who was like, "Yeah, they answered my question, but then they also made fun of me for asking which that was, question." Which was the microwave oven? Yeah, it was a oven. really dumb question. Yeah. But yeah. like at the same time, <laughs> one I week feel later, like maybe. we're still ripping on your question, Jay. Uh, that question's been bugging me all week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time I see a microwave, I'm like, "Really?" He's thinking about fucking it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know how it is, boys. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, then let's dive into the mailbag right now. Why wait any longer? Get right to it. Stefan, what you got for us? Twitter mailbag. We do have, uh, we got a lot of responses today, actually. So uh, the show is becoming popular. Apparently. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or it's a holiday and people are bored as fuck. (laughs) 
Uh, one or the other, guys. <laughs> and in case you didn't know, we're Justin and I are doing wrestling trivia, and we need teammates. <laughs> so got, please, I tweet got griefed us. a little bit about that by not just you, but yeah, you we'll should leave have. that alone. Uh, this is from friend of the show, and anyone who listens to the show is a friend of the show, by the way. So if you want to become a friend of the show, just yeah, listen like to the when show. we're making fun of you, it's like the way friends would make fun. Yeah, of you. exactly. Like, yeah. Nice yeah. question. Like the way that yeah. you guys that, make fun of me constantly. That's yeah. Stupid microwave question. While you say dumb shit. Uh, this is from Patty Mo. Okay. Uh, Friend I, of the show. I, I know you don't care about baseball, but what would your walk-up song be? Well, first of all, we talked about baseball a lot on the show. Okay. So, um, but yeah, what would your walk-up song be? Okay, my walk-up song for baseball, I'm going to take the backbeat of Back to Back, the second Drake Meek Mill diss track. I'm going to take the backbeat on that, remove Drake's vocals, and lay Greg Zahn's wrestling promo over it, and that's going to be my walk-up music every time. Sounds annoying. That's that's meet not bad. Meet me in the yeah. grab a bat and meet me. Yeah, that's true. Section one hundred five. You're writing checks. Your skinny ass can't cash. <laughs> Over the back to back backbeat. So like yeah, that's what I'm okay. doing. Okay. Uh, mine would be Eat It by Weird Al. <laughs> Why not? Well, because it's you know it's like Beat It, but but Eat It. It's about food. I like food. I think yeah. it would kind of give people a bit of a laugh, you know, loosen people up out there a bit. Yeah, loosen it up. Yeah, you know, just kind of be like, hey, guys, you know, we're just we're having fun. We're playing a game here. Weird Al, remember him? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I love Weird Al. I want to go to his show in September. If anyone out there is listening and wants to go to Weird Al. <laughs> 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 um, I, uh, okay, so I think, I always think of it like uh, I would be a relief pitcher because I think I've got a great song for like a closer. Okay. Uh, it's called King Knight by the band Salem. And it's like uh, a very aggressive, not like aggressive, but the, the term was uh, for their band was they were deemed witch house. So it's almost like sounds like out of a horror movie, but has kind of like a house... I don't know. It's very like it's very eerie. So I'd want them to shut all the lights out in the stadium, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I'd want them to shut all the lights out in the stadium, and then basically like have me have a bunch of images of like thunder and lightning come out, and then people are like, "Oh, he's gonna come out to thunderstruck like a fucking loser," and then no, it's gonna be this completely terrifying track, and I'm gonna come out like the Undertaker with just a purple spotlight, and I'm gonna be walking behind you holding yeah, an urn, it, holding an urn with uh, with the uh, three batters I'm about to face is ashes. <laughs> <laughs> Just shaking it. Yeah, it's actually exactly. a cocktail mixer, but it yeah, looks so like Yeah, so if you've never egg. heard that track, uh, look it up. King Knight by Salem. Awesome. Awesome track. And yeah, I would come out to that a thousand percent. And great question. Patty Mo. thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, I've got, I got a lot of replies this week and I had just asked, I just said sports questions, please. And as usual, a lot of people asked, what is sports? Fuck like, what you. Are Fuck sports? you and the Avalanche fans. Funnier. Get in my urn. It's really funny, but we had... <laughs> Get in my urn. <laughs> <laughs> we did have two replies kind of acknowledging that. One is from at Fear the Fin. Oh, good. Here come the dozen what is a sport replies. Unlike me, who's adding value to your mentions with this tweet. So I want to thank Fear the Fin for acknowledging that those yeah, tweets... thanks for your question. Yeah, well, it's not, you know, but <laughs> it's I'll... a great yeah. statement, and we love the acknowledgement. And the other one is from uh, Greg at... Tweetro, who says the replies to this are horrible. I'm so sorry, Stefan. <laughs> Does I, he Greg, have an extraneous G on Greg, like Greg Zon? No, he doesn't. Unfortunately, we didn't really talk about no. Greg Zon's extra, the extra G, G, but yeah. it's not great. I want. Is his name actually Gregory, or is it Greg Double G? It's with probably just G's. Greg Double it's, G. Yeah, I'm gonna look be. it up. The extra G stands for yeah. Greg. <laughs> 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 it stands for that. Yeah, that stands for Gregory. <laughs> the extra G. It's Greg Gregory. 
Gregory. Gregory. Gregory. Gregory. Gregory. Gregory. This is going great, guys. Here's one from... I know his name is Gregory, but somehow has an extra G. He just threw the extra G in there. Gregory Owens on. Well, maybe like because he's an employee of Rogers as Rogers owns the Blue Jays <laughs> and everything to do with them. 2G like, network. We need 3Gs in there, Greg. You've got to do 3G network. <laughs> oh, that's my good joke of that the week. Good. Yeah, that was your good that joke really of the week. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, we got another tweet here from... Uh, <laughs> oh, for, for our American followers, Rogers is a massive Canadian telecommunications They're a cartel company. who yeah. happen to sell yeah. phones and cable <laughs> services, but really they're a cartel. Anyways, this one comes from Stefan's roommate, the littlest hobo, at London the Hobo. And he says, uh, should Pete Rose be in the Baseball Hall of Fame? Uh, okay, first of all, before we answer that question, I feel bad because I've done research <laughs> and the extra G <laughs> in Greg Zahn was added to pay homage to his deceased grandfather, George. Oh, well, he doesn't actually say he's dead there. Well, that's true. I'm just assuming that no. he's dead. Maybe he's not dead. Uh, you know what? Maybe Fuck he just Greg loves Zahn. his grandpa. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Maybe the G is for grandpa. Anyway, sorry. Pete, Pete Rose George. in the Hall of Fame. This, this is a legit question. It's a we don't, real sports question. Yeah, yeah, I don't. What have we not done enough but, to show these people we don't want gonna, real sports? This questions? is he's getting me fired up for my rampage of the week because I'm I'm not going to yell. Is that about a section? This. I don't do know. we do, do we have like a segment? It's not, called a, the, uh, it's not an actual segment, but Justin just usually rages at one point week. where he's okay, just yelling just into off. the mic. Because here's like, well, I'll say yeah. I don't I don't care if you bet on baseball. That's cool as hell. Because here's the thing about Pete Rose. Here's he's, the thing, he, Stefan. He did all of this stuff like before. Just standing were even up right now. Born. <laughs> yeah. I'm pacing also. He did all this shit before Stefan and I were like even born. So we don't really have a full And me concept. too, you yeah. fuck. Maybe you too also. <laughs> I know I'm older than you guys. I don't know. Come I on. have no idea when he did it. It could have been just like two years before <laughs> oh I was born. Oh my God. <laughs> Either way. Like Get in my urn. <laughs> we have like grown up and John also. John is not that old he's just a little bit older than uh. me um we've grown up with the assumption that pete rose is like this terrible man who's done things that are unspeakable in the world of baseball but if you actually like look into what he did and the books that he was betting in just came out like three months ago to reopen mm-hmm. this whole thing he only bet on himself he only bet on his own games and he never bet on his team to lose so it's not like he was fixing anything by throwing games intentionally he only bet on himself to, to win, win. Yeah. yeah. Which, that's pretty ballsy. The only thing cooler than gambling is gambling on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So people who are mad about this are like, well, you can't put him in the fucking baseball hall of fame. Guy bet on himself to win. It's like, so? Well, that, like Ty Cobb's in the hall of fame. He's like a horrible racist. Yeah, literally the wor- like one He's of the like worst the f- people that's ever yeah. lived. And that, But that's awesome that he bet on himself. Uh, I think it's awesome that Ty yeah. Cobb is a <laughs> that horrible racist. It's awesome that Ty Cobb is a racist. <laughs> but no, but Pete Rose betting on himself is awesome. And then what's the response after that? It's like, well, he didn't bet on himself every game. Yeah, because he's not stupid. He knows <laughs> when his team does not have that great of a chance. So I think, are we all saying yes? Yeah. I don't care. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Like, you look at what has happened to baseball since then. Like, the steroid era where everything is tainted. It all has an asterisk next to it. When you look at what baseball is right now, and you look at what people were mad about Pete Rose at, like, 25 years ago, who can possibly care about any of that? 
because people with a lot of time on their you hands. You know what though? If you're it's the if people a, who reply, what is sports? But, but betting on yourself is an overabundance <laughs> of confidence. Oh yeah, but and, it, and taking fucking steroids is a complete lack of confidence. If you're gonna keep him out of the Hall of Fame, it should be for his haircut, if anything. <laughs> if you're gonna keep it should him be out. for all his uh, WWE. Yeah, all of his like I watched that recently actually. Where he got, WrestleMania yeah, yeah, yeah. Tombstoned wearing the uh, the tuxedo. Chicken. Wasn't he wearing the, a tuxedo? He was wearing a well, it happened costume. like ten times, but yeah, yeah. he would he wore the San Diego chicken costume. Couple times. Multiple times, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was my like first introduction to Pete Rose as a child was watching him face Kane at WrestleMania. So yeah, WrestleMania clearly thought of him as a very serious person. But yeah, he absolutely should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame because uh, who cares about anything that he did? Who honestly? cares about anything? Yeah, honestly, yeah. put him in the Hall of Let's Fame. Let's just who stop recording this podcast. I don't give a yeah, shit. About who anything. gives a shit? <laughs> Fuck everything. Be so dope oh if we God. just ended it right there. All <laughs> oh, right, what else do we have here? You got anything else, Stefan? Uh, we've got uh, from friend of the show. Again, everyone's fucking. I don't have to say it, I guess, but you can say it. Uh, friend of the show, Ryan at Verviticus, who's very funny and one of the only sane people on HF boards. Uh, and he asked, which athlete, which athlete would make the best astronaut? And if I could just go first here, it's okay. Lucas, it's Lucas Bezik, because then he'd be in outer space. <laughs> uh, you guys can go next. He already <laughs> is a fucking space cadet. <laughs> Oh, if I had oh to man. describe his your, player your on one, the ice. The one good joke earlier. I guess so. There. I'm all cashed out. Got no <laughs> chips left. Space uh, cadet. Yeah. that was because well, astronaut. That's is, what you call yeah. stupid people, right? Yeah. Sometimes. I've heard. Oh, yeah. No, that's I mean, what I the shop what teacher oh, in my yeah. high school used yeah, to yeah, yell yeah, at yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I've heard that before. I just, the joke was so bad, I didn't even understand it was a well, joke. Well, thanks, Sean. I appreciate you're your support. Welcome. Hey, man, you're doing fine. <laughs> I've also noticed your rant of the week or rampage of the week has less vitriol when you announce it beforehand. That's I true. I feel like it just really needs to come from an organic place. Yeah, it's it's true. come from the heart. Like one of the Whole Foods bags. You're like Greg, you're like your Greg Zahn. You're like, I wrote yeah. this letter. Yeah. As I read. <laughs> Pete Rose. Uh, what was the question? Astronaut? Yeah. Which Bart Starr. Boom! Motherfucker! Um, I will go... <laughs> I don't get that. Star. I, oh, star, star, you yeah. fucking idiot. Right. I was just trying to come back with a shit joke to follow up yours. I make didn't you even understand better. it. So Bart we're Star! Warren Moon! <laughs> boop, 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 oh, boop, boop, Okay, Bart, what other... Bart Star-Lord? Space ones you have. I don't space have a, Lord Mother. I don't mother. have any puns for this. I'm just going to go with uh, with Michael Jordan because, uh, like, sent him out there looking for did the monsters. Did he go to space in, in Space Jam? I don't no. Think he, no, he, no, did he didn't space. go to no, space, yeah, but yeah. they brought space to him. Yeah, they took, they took the stars <laughs> to him and then <laughs> took him inside the Earth to Cartoon Land. Uh, but uh, I saw Trainwreck this week. We can briefly talk about that, I guess. There's a lot of athletes in it. Stefan, you saw it too, right? I have not seen oh, it. Oh, you're the only one who yeah, hasn't seen it. Yeah. John, you saw it. I saw it. Uh, LeBron is in it. Amari Stoudemire is in it. Tony Romo is in it. There's a lot Tony of sports Romo's people in it. In Tony it. Romo's in it, yeah. It's pr- pretty funny. And Amari is like just as prominent in the film as LeBron is. Probably has almost more scenes, I would say. And it's very, I think so. It's what? very true to life. He spends the entire movie drugged up awaiting surgery. Uh, yeah, very yeah, <laughs> super, super accurate. Well, and he's also, uh, you can tell he's had surgery so many times because he gets the shot of sodium pentothal and is still coherent enough to recognize that Bill Hader's character is, is, too, tired. is too tired to give him the surgery that he needs. Which and he backs out of the surgery and walks out of the hospital. Now, <laughs> I've only been under the influence of sodium pentothal once, and it was like a month ago when I had my wisdom teeth out. And I know for some people it takes them a little longer to go out, but I was out in like 30 seconds. And I just don't believe that he would be able to keep it together long He did enough. fall over, though. 
True. Yeah. But he was remarkably, I would not. It was have. also a fictional scene in a movie. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it was poorly done. But I thought, like, Amari was quite funny. He in was it, very funny. And that, like, you need to make a slot for him in Space Jam 2 based on that performance, yeah. I feel. Yeah, but his basketball game. Yeah, because, like, there's not going to be a monster with, like, a busted up knee who can't play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh lebron also very funny in it he's Great, essentially yeah. playing like the role uh that like judy greer would play in a romantic comedy like the, the best the friend. female best Joan friend Cusack, if you will yeah yeah and uh instead it's lebron james in this particular film and he did very very well with it uh, very funny movie actually. i'm excited to go see it, it. Yeah. yeah check it out yeah. um so that's our space jam mention of the week <laughs> in there too and we can go back to the mailbag right here we got something uh from no content just rts and last week he asked us how do you think the people of Climax, Saskatchewan, say Willie Desjardins' surname? He asked us that last week. We weighed in with my awful joke of the week. And uh, he went out into the field as our intrepid reporter. and uh, Without us asking. Yeah, yeah. We didn't I even can't, ask I can't believe he did this. Thank you so much. But yeah. I still I can't believe it's it. It's awesome. It, this is, <laughs> this our, is so funny. This is our man-on-the-street audio. Thank you so much. No content, just RTs at... Uh, a Hylers? I don't know when it's that many vowels in a row. I'm not really sure how to do that. But anyways, whatever your name is, we're very appreciative, and we will hear that. Man on the Street interviews. Streeters from No Content, Just RTs on Willie Desjardins' last name, pronunciation, in Climax Saskatchewan. Who's the head coach of the Vancouver Canucks? Willie Desjardins. Who's the coach of the Vancouver Canucks? Uh, Willie Desjardins. Willie Desjardins. Coach of the Vancouver Canucks. Willie Desjardins. There we go. Personally, I say Desjardins. <laughs> I want that to be like a Staples, like easy button. Or but like, but yeah. you just hit it and it says, personally, I say Desjardins. <laughs> I want that as my text message alert every time I get a text on my phone or a Twitter notification. That's great stuff. I so, like it that we basically also all kind of thought it would be that last week. Yeah, yeah it would be Des Jardins. Des Jardins. There's right some into it. Like, like always, like personally, that's yeah, this is personally. what I say. I mean, other people might not, but personally, I just love him approaching random people on the street, being like, "In climax, who's the head coach of the Vancouver Canucks?" It's great stuff. So thank you so much. A wonderful contribution to the mailbag. Not even a question, but we're very happy to have it on this week's program. We do have one here from Mac Wilkie who asks, John, was Action League Now the name of the Nickelodeon show with the scuba guy you were thinking of? And the answer is... No, it's not. It's a game show, but I've, we've been trying to look it up. I still can't figure it out. Yeah, and I looked up Action League Now. It's like a precursor to like uh, Robot Chicken. In like, you know, yeah, the show the action just it was definitely a game show. It had a numbered board, and this guy, uh, you do stuff, and he... No, no, it's like a cartoon. So the board oh, okay. is a cartoon, okay. and the guy is a cartoon. And he's and a scuba would, diver cartoon. I think, he, yeah, he, he did some scuba diving, but he also did some non... Like some land activities also. Um, and he, uh, yeah, that was the whole thing. And you would do challenges and then you get to move them around this board. I don't know. I've been looking for it myself. Maybe I just invented it in my mind, but I'm quite sure I saw it on YTV. I felt like it was a Nickelodeon show, but 
Maybe it's not. I don't know. Mac Wilkie also asks, also, if you had the option of having two Lucas Beezes on the Canucks, if it meant Jim Benning was fired, would you accept it? A hundred percent. And I think, Justin, you said this earlier, is that uh, if Jim Benning was fired and there were two Lucas Beezes on the team, the next GM would just immediately get rid of both of those yeah, Lucas like, Beezes. Not even, like, wave or trade them. Like, yeah. just honestly fire them yeah, out of a T-shirt. Dr- drive them out to the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. We do have a question from uh, Brandon, who we know is, is a big fan of the show. And he asks... Uh, oh, yeah. He's the guy who said the three Canadians talk about the shitty, shitty pizza place Yeah, because yeah, we called him a random American last time. And I think he felt like somehow insulted him. by that. Well, In Brand- Canada, people say random yeah, a lot. He's not yeah. a random American. He is Brandon Wilkie. Right. And Brandon, yeah. your question is... Well, no. His, uh, his last name's not Wilkie. That was oh. the last guy. Yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of random. You're not random. We're going to name his you. Twitter it's not name, your name. But. His Twitter name is at Brandon. Brandy Brandon Hinkie. Brandon Hinky. Sorry, Brandon Hinkie, I got yeah. my keys uh, mixed up. He asks, who is the next worst player in the NHL that you'd still rather have on your team instead of your current worst player? So for Vancouver, that's Spiza. Spiza. Yeah, and well, I think on the least, it's yeah. probably Stefan Robida. Uh, I'd take Stefan Robida. Yeah, I would <laughs> definitely take Robida over <laughs> Spiza for sure. Or even would like, you? Are you sure that like, you were yeah. saying, see Robida? You were saying, yeah. though, John, in episode one, to draw on continuity uh you said that you would trade tyler bozak for lucas pisa that's true and i, I would. would once again absolutely accept that deal for sure sure that's fine well the thing is lucas pisa's contract is bad enough that i don't know if i would do that deal i would trade i want to get rid of bozak's contract and we would just i think Spezas is almost the same value would, isn't it yeah bozak's like 4.25 species is i think 3.6 yeah okay well i would trade Spezas back to anaheim for one or maybe both of Brian McGratton and or Shane O'Brien. So are they still on those teams? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the uh, Ducks Is shocked the Brian world. Brian retired. The Ducks shocked the world by uh, going Brian and signing Brian McGratton <laughs> and keeping him employed. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's that. Uh, we got one from. Uh, oh, but I didn't say who I would take. Oh yeah, you didn't. I think I would take Lucas Pisa for Stefan Robida. Oh, so that's the trade that we yeah, have ironed that's out. Yeah, that's the trade that we just <laughs> So if out. our GMs are listening, we Robida want makes this deal. Robida, well, I don't, how long did they sign Spiza for? Uh, four Spiza years. signed, no, three years. Four. Uh, Dorsett's four. Oh, Dorsett's four, yeah, yeah. right. Oh, right. God. Okay, well, I don't want... Because sp- uh, Robida we have for two more years, I think at three-something. And the Leafs should be good by the time Spiza is still on this contract, mm, hypothetically. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd still do it. Robidaw is really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, watch him play. I'm not sure that he, he is was, better. He than was he was good in Dallas. That mm, seems like generations like, yeah, ago, like though. Six years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I, he also has the worst visor in the league. Question here from Hannah Conda, who says, "What Great is the name. worst Colin segment you've ever heard?" Mine is every segment because I'm from <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> I don't think there's a, such a thing as a good call-in segment. Like, uh, in terms of sports, yeah, there's no such thing as a good sports call-in segment. I guess so. I've like, kind of like, uh, since the advent of podcasting, I've kind of just like f- weaned sports radio out of my life yeah, and embraced the, the sweet, sweet content of my favorite tweeter dudes. Um, <laughs> like a, a, a sports <laughs> call-in show right after like a Canucks really game <laughs> is the most horrendous thing in the well, world. Well, you know how bad the Brandon Sutter trade was? I actually turned on TSN 1040 and willingly listened to the David Pratt Bro Jake show in the morning <laughs> to hear how them dissect that trade. And when I tuned in, they weren't even talking about the trade. They were talking about uh, like the 
the BBC released some poll that they did of the top 100 American films of all time. And Pratt was going off about like, how is Hoosiers not on the list? Where's Friday Night Lights? It's like, buddy, the team, the biggest team, the number one team in the city just made an incomprehensibly stupid trade. And you're talking to Angus Reed about fucking any given Sunday. Well, because Are you Pratt, kidding me right now? Well, because even Pratt knows Bro Jake doesn't know anything about I, Bro sports, Jake wasn't even so on the show I'd rather, that I'd rather, oh. I'd rather hear Dave Pratt talk about movies and sports. I guess. True. Um, yeah, I've never listened to sports talk radio in my life, so I can't answer this question. Uh, the only time I ever listen to it is to uh, is to just uh, listen to like a live broadcast of sports. I never listened to sports radio in my life. Actually, that's yeah. not true. I listened to it once because the Green Men had a radio show and they played my comedy on it. The worst uh, call-in segment, any segment that has like a soundboard probably, which is most all of them. Yeah, so. we should get a soundboard. Yeah, exactly. I think the Canucks should trade speeds up. <laughs> <laughs> Flush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, have that uh, that Bob Costas drop on there that we can just slide in at any uh, time. yeah. He must be looking to the heavens. <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, we got something from Grania at Whole Grania. Uh, and that's how you say it, right? Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. And her question is, which athletes do you trust the most? Well, it was Trevor Linden before the last two years. <laughs> uh, it's the Sedins. I would trust the Sedins with my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely trust the Sedins yeah. huge also. I'm going to go. This is, a, this is a bold choice on this front. I'm going to say <laughs> Ray Rice. <laughs> what? <laughs> because like you read like the behind-the-lines coverage that ESPN did of that whole controversy. He's like the most forthcoming person in any of those conversations, wanting to just take full ownership of the horrible thing that he did and be like, this is what I did. I fucked up. I'm supposed to be a role model, and I'm not a good one, but I'm going to own it because that's how you make good on things. He comes out as like the most honorable person in any of those discussions. I would probably still trust him. Because of the whole thing where he, yeah, you yeah, know, true. that that kind of like true. that's a big strike right there. I'd I guess say. so. Yeah, apologizing for doing something bad. I don't know if that's. Like, I just don't taking like taking accountability for your fuck ups. Whereas like oh, yeah, Roger Goodell and the Ravens ownership management group are just to like sweep it under the deny, yeah. deny, deny. This never happened, and you never have to talk about it ever. And then I just, absolutely burying him as soon as it came out. So. I just don't like that that answer came to you so instantly. Because, like, this was a late... We don't really screen these questions before the show. We just kind of look at Twitter and then pick ones. I, I was talking about Ray Rice earlier today. So okay, I so maybe... I had it in mind. But um, I'm not, I, I don't know that I would really trust him to, like, babysit a child. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I would trust... Um, I'll go... I'll actually... I was going to say the Sedians, too, to be honest. I mean, I don't know if you can really think of... Some nicer athletes, but Dan Hamus has got to be yeah. on that list too. Good, a good Christian man, you know. Just he uh, seems like so sad all the time. Yeah, but which probably makes him re- like reliable. Exactly, he, that's what I'm saying. He wears right? his heart on his sleeve. You can tell when he's sad. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend who worked at a liquor store, and, and uh, Dan Hamus would come in from time to time to buy like really nice wine and, and stuff. And he said, and he was just uh, apparently the nicest guy. He in was yeah, in there. Friend, this, yeah, he was in there this past weekend buying a bottle of wine. and Was like, I can't believe the Canucks signed Mackenzie <laughs> Stewart. Yeah, exactly. That's the former. <laughs> WHL player. <laughs> Dan Ham used to play in the WHL, so it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, my friend babysits his kids and said he's like the nicest because he goes to their church and stuff. And, and he's now like one of the partial owners of the Prince George, uh, Prince George, George Cougars. Cougars yeah. Also, him exactly. and Eric Brewer. And uh, I think it's Greg Pocock is the principal owner up there. Anyways, yeah, maybe. not the doucher that owned them for years. So 
they're at least Do looking sure. up. Um, anything else? Do we have any other questions? Uh, let's wrap it up. I think this that was pretty a, good for, been for questions. I have the HF Boards post of the week, and it's, oh, a, yeah, it's that's a doozy. Right. Oh, yeah, it is really good this week. And this is uh, from our good friend Bowie Horvat, who's who else back again. It, back who in the game. else could he, it be he, he was off for a couple weeks, and he came back in a big way. We missed him. So this is in response uh, to someone, I guess, they had. I don't have the post he's responding to, but it was something complaining about how bad the Canucks roster was. And Bowie Horvath responds, it's not that bad, though, and then posts his lines for next year, I would assume. Barchi, Horvat, Hansen, Kennan, Sutter, Vertanen. That's his ideal top six for next that's year. That's top six? That's not bottom I'm six. I'm assuming that's top six. And then Horvath. Got to get, get Kennan's the Sedins? I, I don't know. They're, They're past their fourth prime. Line yeah, players he, doesn't, he doesn't like the Sedins, actually. They're surprisingly. past their prime. Uh, and then Bowie says, how are you not excited for this? And then follows it up with maybe the best thing I've ever seen on HF boards. And I'm not even going to talk about this once I say it because there's nothing to talk about. This is a quote. The hive mentality around here proves why capitalism will enslave us forever. <laughs> that's exactly. You know what's so funny about this is that's exactly what I was thinking when you were reading that post. <laughs> 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 which is just so weird that like I, I thought I would never be on the same page as Bowie Horvat, but now I'm kind of like, you know what? I feel like he's in like first so year right. university right now. Just like, yeah, he's in my philosophy one one class. <laughs> God, I had this kid in that class. His name was Gavin. I'll never forget him. What an annoying son of a bitch. <laughs> He's the type of guy that you just you, you just wanted to stab every class. He's I think it was Pauly Sai, actually, not philosophy, but God. I thought was, you were going to say Pauly Shore 101. It was Pauly Shore 101. <laughs> it was great. I'll, listen, we I'll tell you, there's a, the lot more, now. there's a lot more to Biodome than you guys might think. <laughs> minute by minute breakdown deconstruction of In the Army Now. <laughs> Absolutely. Great film. I love that movie. Yeah, how could I you not, right? I love that movie. Encino Man. <laughs> Biodome. But that's the HF Boards post of the ones. week. That was, that was a good... I don't know if we're gonna ever top that because yeah. I, I don't know what his thought process was I, is this the end of this feature i think feature? there were some like typos in that final well, sentence he, as he well. spelled capitalism capitalism <laughs> that's the only typo actually he, he spelled he spelled barchi right and he spelled capitalism wrong <laughs> so that's impressive i just i wonder if he had a different forum open and he he kind of like was writing he, a post and what and he kind of like mixed it up. So there's one like he was on his like Leninist there's, forum. Yeah, there's also. some Leninist forum, and all of a sudden he's just like, "How are you not excited for Jake Vertanen next year?" Like, what the <laughs> but fuck it just are seems like about? he really thinks like he should be the GM of the team, and like that him breaking away from that like hive mentality, like that that everyone's opinion of the Sadiq is wrong. Like well, you're I, wrong. Like you're just you only believe that because of the hive. <laughs> Well, I feel like Jim Benning kind of has some communist ideals as well. Everyone deserves draft picks, so just take them. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Why not? Right? <laughs> give to the rich. I thought you were going to say because he only works in theory. Sorry, give from the rich. <laughs> that, that too. That too. Nice. All right. That does it for the HF Boards post of the week into the final segment. You know it. You love it because it means we're on the home stretch. <laughs> One good thing. <laughs> You love it because it's the last thing. Of popular culture, it's one good thing. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday. Gentlemen, who's up first? Uh, I, can, I can go first. Okay. If, if we want. Uh, my one good thing is, uh, is that robot that got like, shit kicked in Philadelphia this week. The Hitchbot? Yeah. So if, if you haven't heard about this, Hitchbot, it's not really a robot. First it's a trash all. can. It, it's it, like a trash can with some like rubber gloves l- attached to it's it. It's less of a robot than that Radio Shack like 
uh, like uh, yeah. piggy bank that ate the coins. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. less of a robot yeah, than it's that. It's got a little LED smiley face. Like. Compare it to Screech's robot Kevin on Saved by the Bell. <laughs> or the more or robot less. from Rocky. Yeah, more or less of a robot than that. So it's kind of like a less, sort of this, like less. social experiment slash art installation. And so he hitchhiked across Canada and across Germany. So the whole thing is it's it's got this sign where it's like, like help me get across Canada or whatever. It says like BC or bust on it. Yeah, so it went it got coast to coast. Uh, it went coast to coast in, uh, Canada. in Canada and it went across Germany. And then they were trying it and again. The idea is that it's like a big social media thing. So you take like selfies with it, you take pictures with it, you're like, Hey, I've got Hitchbot or whatever and it's I, I hate shit like that. And so they were trying it's to the flat Stanley of Yeah, it's exactly yeah, it's it's flat Stanley. And flat Stanley is just a piece of paper. So you don't have to make a robot. <laughs> It's not a robot, by the way. Uh, but he has like a GPS in him or something. Well, I'll read his. I'll read. How Hitch- great would it be if it was a piece of paper and <laughs> someone just like had to pull o- like pull over to the side of the road? Like it took thirty years. It just, just to like get- blows into <laughs> somebody's <laughs> windshield. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But his the about me page on uh, Hitchbot.com, which is like his Tinder profile. It reads like a Tinder profile. Simply put, I am a free spirited robot. First of all, Hitchbot didn't write this profile, so <laughs> that's a gu- once again Hitchbot is a garbage. Yeah, <laughs> can't even speak in like binary numbers. <laughs> so simply put, I am Jesus. a free-spirited robot who wants to explore the world and meet new friends along the way. I am an Don't avid Instagrammer and tweeter. On my downtime, I can appreciate a good game of trivia and would never pass up any opportunities to bake desserts. First of all, none of that shit happens. You, you don't like trivia. Bake a dessert inside you don't of bake him, desserts. probably. And robots can't be free-spirited. That's like the opposite of what a robot There's is. There's some lady robots out there being like, oh, he sounds wonderful. I would, no, I would, He's I so would, sensitive. I, would swipe I left love trivia, on, too. I would swipe left on Hitchbot for sure. Anyway, the, hey, one, is, the one good thing is, is not... Is Hitchbot available to play on our wrestling trivia team? <laughs> He should be. The one we'll good thing him. is not Hitchbot himself. It's that uh, they tried to take him cross country across the, the, United, States. the United States. He made it to from uh, the East Coast to Hollywood, and they, they, he made it to Philadelphia before someone wearing a throwback Randall Cunningham Philadelphia Eagles jersey curb stomped him at 5:45 in the morning. <laughs> As you do in Philadelphia. And when, you, when you look at the video, there's it, like crime scene video. It, it looks like the scene from American History X. It looks exactly like the curb stomp scene. Well, you can't America. see the robot. The he's robot kind of is behind a garbage can, and he is a garbage by a can. Dumpster. But, yeah, his and that, brother. That all <laughs> makes it more ominous. Yeah. that you can't see what's happening to him. Just like the violent acts that the. And that so Cunningham just is perpetrating. The, the news stories about it because people are like genuinely upset about this. Children and, and mostly. You, yeah, but you see the picture of him and he's just like this trash can with like rubber gloves and like foam <laughs> legs. And like the opening sentence in the CBC news story is a hitchhiking robot that captured the hearts of fans worldwide met its demise in the US. <laughs> And there's nothing I don't love about that sentence. Which sounds like his body's like folded up in a suitcase in a dumpster. Well, someone sent the creators a picture like it was some sort of like ransom thing. And it's just... Uh, <laughs> On a burner it's just phone? It's like trash can body with like no head because they stole his head. <laughs> and just his arms and legs like in a pile next to him. If you ever want to see Hitchbot again... <laughs> Uh, they're send like, oh, well, unmarked just... bills to Philadelphia. <laughs> but my my Couldn't one good they just thing, just make a new Hitchbot for seventeen dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my one good thing is that Hitchbot was murdered is, in Philadelphia. Is this the death weekend. of Hitchbot. It was wonderful. Well, it's good that I that story it. came out because that usurped the death of Cecil the Lion as your one good thing. Well, that's no, that's your one good thing. <laughs> no, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> Cecil the Lion was an asshole. <laughs> 
He would have yeah, killed he, your whole family. I'm just going to say, this the is the, view, the viewpoint of, of officially of Real Good Show, and if the, whatever they say after this, ignore it. Uh, <laughs> Cecil the Lion deserved to die. <laughs> Cecil is no name for a lion. <laughs> Because they tried to kill his brother Jericho also, but Jericho has a fucking rad name and he could not be killed. So Jericho put him in the walls. Yeah, those walls don't fall down. Yeah. It's my one good thing though: the robot being killed. <laughs> I'm right. just gonna come out. Death and say of the Hitchbot. I'm not necessarily. I'm not. I don't. I have no opinion on the Cecil the Lion. <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't talk about it because yeah. hunting lions is not a sport. It's not for sport, so it's not My one good thing is that on Saturday night, I went to the Taylor Swift concert. Yes, I'm turning 30 in October. <laughs> T-Swizzle. Uh, she came and played Vancouver, and it was awesome. And uh, yeah, it was so great. I think her new album is amazing. If you're like one of those losers who's like, eh, pop me. It's like, I don't like Taylor Swift. Blah. Um, you're grow the fuck up. Um, yeah, grow up and listen to Taylor Swift, you <laughs> son of a bitch, because her new album is amazing. She pretty much only played songs off of that album. The stage show was ridiculous. And uh, yeah, it, me and my girlfriend went. We had a super, super fun time. And uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes your one good thing just has to be to let your guard down and just do some shit because you know it's dope and fun. Like when Justin and I are going to go to Raw next week. Like, yeah. Like, if uh, you did not enjoy the wrestling content of last week's episode, and again this week as well, next Monday, August the 10th, we will be in Everett, Washington at Raw's War. Well, I guess they don't call it that anymore. It's they should, Night though, Raw. which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Taylor Swift concert, awesome, great time. That's my one good thing this week. And if, she's, if the 1989 World Tour is coming through your city, check it out. Is 1989 like your sounds of the summer this year? No, because it came out last year. Okay. But I did. I still listen well, to it. Well, most of my sounds of the summer are from last year also. My sound of the summer this year, I've been listening to the Jamie XX album still. And, uh, hey, John, it's just one good thing. <laughs> what are Fuck you doing? You. <laughs> you also oh, asked you can, me, you, basically. Oh, so you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Is that how it is? Yes. All right. Perfect. Well, Fetty Wap, Trap Queen. <laughs> well, my sounds of the summer this year are also my one good thing, and it's also an album that came out last year. I got it on vinyl for my birthday. It's Arkell's High Didn't Noon. you fucking talk about this on the podcast no, already? I did not. You did. No. I swear he talked about this on the podcast because his girlfriend got it for him. I did not. I think you talked about it before the podcast last week. I got, oh. yeah, I got High Noon on vinyl from, for my birthday. It's an awesome record. Oh, my. This and is just him Our listeners get, will let us know. And it's he, my, no, I guarantee this you This is I him never trying to get laid this. right now because <laughs> his girlfriend's going to be like, oh, oh yeah, what's oh, the update? I guess you're still together. Yes. You'll just be like, oh, you talked talked about the record on the podcast it's so sweet and you guys didn't even talk about hitler once this week it's like you did the whole podcast for me hitler is good well yeah (laughs) (laughs) we came out as pro killing cecil the lion so i think the lack of mentions on uh, hitler is fine we We didn't come out as pro killing cecil the lion (laughs) stefan said we were but he was speaking for himself but he also said ignore everything that comes after so ignore all of this you can't do that that's like sure. saying I covered my ass. No taxis back. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, Arkell's High Noon, great record. I guess it's like power it's a great pop. Record. Is that how you would describe sure. pop rock? I don't know. It's great record. Very though. catchy. Uh, great uh, for the summertime, and I like it very much. In fact, I'll probably play a tune off of it to take us Who out. Who the fuck still the uses episode. a payphone? 
today, which of course means that this is the end of the episode, and what a good one it was. I feel like we get better each and every week. Like You're final the only one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's listening to this like, whoo, it's not going to make it past episode 10. Meanwhile, we're like, man, every week we get better. <laughs> is it everyone if it's a single person? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Well, we said two. We have two That's true. My parents. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Until next week, our interns are Greg Johnson and Kelsey Lehman. Our roommate is Brooke Halverson. I'm Justin Morissette. I'm Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Show. You didn't say it this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. F- oh, yeah. The show thing. Do you yeah, want to go again? We both oh, said it. We I, both said I listened it at, to that back. It didn't yeah. sound like we both said it at the same time. Yeah. But listeners, just, last week, we both said it at the same time. That's why we started laughing. Yeah. Until next week, be real. Be good. Show. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Ah. <laughs> Until next week, be real. Be good. No, be it's real over good. now. Fuck. It's Bye. over now. Bye. Show. Yeah, turn it off. Do your show. Turn it off. Hit stop. Bye, guys. Fuck. Seth of the Lion deserved to die. (laughs) (laughs) No. Chest, your thigh highs and your dirty blonde hair.